Hi there, this is Jacob Msipa, the senior pastor of Builders Church. I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast today. And I trust that it will bless and build your spirit. Enjoy the message and God bless you. Hallelujah. Let's close off our theme for the month. We have been focusing on the theme, it's time to build. Amen. Because this is not the time to destroy. This is not the time to neglect the house of the Lord. But it is the time to build. Amen. And we want to close it off with the subject this evening as I just take uh, maybe about 20 minutes just to talk on this uh, subject, the strength to build, the strength to build, the strength to build. Haggai chapter 2, as we go back to um, Haggai, Haggai chapter number 2 and verse number 4, Haggai chapter number 2 and verse number 4, it says, yet now be strong, Zerubbabel says the Lord, and be strong. <laughs> Joshua, son of Jehozadak, who gives their kids such names? The high priest. And then it says, and be strong. All you people of the land, says the Lord, and Work, for I am with you, says the Lord of hosts. Father, we thank you for the reading of your word tonight. Speak to us, strengthen us, encourage us. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen and amen. amen. Let me start off by reminding each and every one of us tonight that in order for us to carry out great exploits in our lives, in our families, in our callings, and when I say callings, I mean in our careers, in our businesses, any great thing that you want to do and want to, that you want to achieve in life, it will require great strength. It will require great strength. You must be strong. I said earlier, if you are not prepared to be strong, and to face whatever challenge and obstacle on the way. Don't desire to be great. Don't desire to do anything significant. Maybe you can try selling ice cream and not bother anyone. Just be a nice person there in that corner. But as soon as you have a great dream, a great desire to make it in the corporate world, to make it in business, to make it in ministry, to make it in life, to make it in marriage, you will have to be strong. Because doing anything significant, including building, requires strength. You have got to be strong emotionally. You have got to be strong intellectually. You have got to be strong intellectually. Your mind must be engaged all the time. <laughs> Thinking can be tiring. <laughs> You have got to be a strong-willed person because this life is going to confront you with challenges that are not going to beg you. Uh, 
and, and try to make you feel comfortable. If your approach in life is that this life is going to be nice to you, <laughs> you have another thing coming. You, 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 you have got to be prepared to, to, to try and gather strength for what is ahead of you. Everyone in the Bible who was going to do something great and something significant, the Bible clearly shows us that God was upfront all the time. Uh, he, he was going to come to you and, and tell you how great you are going to be yeah. and the great things that you are going to achieve in life. After Moses <laughs> dies, a great servant of God, and, and God goes to Joshua and he says to, to Joshua, and I'm sure this came as a surprise to him, to Joshua, because if we looked at how Moses worked with Aaron, you know, all of us, we were under the impression that if Moses goes, God is going to obviously take Aaron. I'm sure Aaron was well positioned, but, but, then, but then God finds this young man called Joshua. And he says to him, Joshua, my servant Moses is dead, he says. He says, my servant Moses is dead and you are going to take over. And God it, it then becomes so upfront. He tells him of all of the great things that he is going to do. But then in verse number six of Joshua one, he says, be strong and of good courage. For to these people, he says, you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. It's not even about you, Joshua. There are promises I made to other people and I am counting on you to be strong for the sake of my name. I have got to fulfill something. We need to understand even when God called Moses, it was not about Moses. It was not really about Moses. When God visited Moses, God said to Moses, Moses, I have heard the cry of my people. So sometimes you get called to do an assignment, not because you are a great person, but because God is trying to answer someone's prayer someone's prayers sometimes will get you into trouble because God will require anything and everything that he has put on the inside of you but it will take great strength for him to pull it out of you and in verse number 7 he says only be strong in other words Joshua if there's one thing that I'm going to ask of you in all of these great things that I am calling you for in all of these things that are going to be fulfilled in your life if there's one thing that I am asking from you be strong. And I don't know how I, I would panic if I was Joshua. I would panic that out of all of the great things that you have said God why emphasize that I must be strong? Because great things will always require strength. You have to learn how to be strong. I said earlier when I was speaking, getting married requires strength. To keep a marriage requires strength. Tabile, it requires a lot of work. It requires a lot of strength. Relationships in life require strength. Keeping a job requires strength. Finishing your studies requires strength. Living life in general requires strength. From time to time, you are going to be tired. Because great things, including building, by the way, is not for the faint-hearted. 
because it involves work and work will train you. But most importantly, work is full of adversaries. Full of opposition. Each time you will attempt to do something, solve one problem, another one will arise. That's why you must be strong. When you think you've mastered marriage, eh? Eh, 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 goodwill. <laughs> In your first year, just when you get that breakthrough and you say, now I know this woman, next year she evolves. <laughs> you are like back to square one. <laughs> just when I thought I, I have got it all covered, I know what she likes and I know how to surprise her. After two years, you discover she does not love surprises. For the first two years, she was just being nice. For two years, she was just being nice. I, I learned it the hard way. For the first few years, I used to surprise my wife on her birthday. Surprise! And she was blown away. Oh, wow! Thank you so much! After two years! Yeah, so I disappeared. The first half of the day, I disappeared trying to organize for her a gift. I invited friends. I got, And when I came back, she was upset. It's my birthday and you are not here. I was like... I was surprised. I was like, Lord, I thought I have figured her out. She was enjoying every surprise all along. And I discovered she was just being nice. And I had to be strong. And not be offended because it's not, it's not my birthday anyway. It's her birthday. <laughs> so I had to watch her. So, 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 so let me tell you, Bazalan, it is not for the faint-hearted. Any great thing where you want to see results, it is not for the faint-hearted. It is, not, it, is, it is going to drain you. It is going to wear you down. Sometimes you are going to feel discouraged. Sometimes you are even going to question your own dreams, your own aspirations, your own visions. The same things that you were praying to God for and every day there will come a time where you are even going to try and say to God I am tired of this because that's the reality of life so that's why then God says to everyone he calls be strong be strong Proverbs 24 verse 10 listen to what it says if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. So in other words, God is telling us, he is not even trying to, you know, fool us. He says there will come days of adversities each and every day. So in, in other words, God is just trying to prepare us ahead of time. There will come a time where even though you were once excited about this new position that you got at work and you told everybody I was just being promoted, there will come a day of adversity. And all that this day of of adversity is trying to do in your life it is to cause you to faint it is to cause you to give up it is to cause you to sit down and tell yourself I am, I am not called for this I am not meant for this and the Bible says if you give in it means your strength is small 
So sometimes God will cause you to make appointments. Zaserema is building your strength. And he's not fulfilling the disappointment here, the disappointment there. He's building capacity. He's building your strength. He's building your courage. He's building the muscle of your strength. He's trying to prepare you for even because how, how can you face bigger mountains if you cannot deal with small disappointments? How are you going to deal with bigger corporations if you cannot deal or handle that difficult boss in your current position how will you run your own business and handle stuff that is going to give you attitude each and every day people who are in business will tell you that sometimes you will face a person who will come and beg for a job and ask you and and plead with you and say you don't know you know how desperate i am i'm looking for this break if only i can just get this one one opportunity in life and you employ them Three salaries later. Three salaries later, the person changes. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, he has rights. All of a sudden, do you know, I have to take three taxes to come here. Now, do you mean after employing you, now I must be responsible for how do you get to work? So you have to be strong. And if you don't overcome those small, you will shut down your business. Not because you are not capable, but simply because your strength is small. People will work you. Situations will work you. Opposition will work you. Your wife will work you. Your husband will work you. Your children will work you. Yes, your kids will work you. I love my daughter. She works me. She works me. Pastor G, she works me. And sometimes I get like, I'm like frustrated. I'm like, God, why did you give me this human being? Love you too, my baby. And I will sit with her. I will be like, dude, I, I also don't know what to do. But let's try and work together here and just sort it out. She's working me. But I have to be strong. I have to try and be the bigger person. Listen, listen, listen. Your, your, your husband or your wife is not that bad. That's how life is. God is building your strength. He's asking you, be strong. Just be strong. Your marriage is going to work out well. Just be strong. Just be strong. Just be strong. Your family is going to work out well. Just be strong. Your, your career is going to work out well. Just be strong. Just be strong. Just be strong. Can you imagine Jesus? Jesus having 12 disciples. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The one who was born of a virgin. The one who raised the dead, casted out devils. The one who died and rose back up again. Conquered death and conquered the grave. Seated at the right hand of the father and is the soon coming king. He had 12 disciples. One of them denied him. One of them sold him out. But listen to what he says when he rises back up again. Go and tell my disciples that I am risen, especially Peter. 
<laughs> and I believe if Judas did not kill himself, he was going to say, especially Peter and Judas. Because I know where they are right now. They are feeling bad because they denied me. They are feeling bad because, but it had to happen. The Bible says it, it, geez, Judas had to sell him so that the scriptures may be fulfilled. So Jesus became the bigger person. Even when they were stoning him, he says, Father, forgive them. Because he understands that, yeah, the assignment is me. Amen. Not those who are stoning me. The project is building my strength. Let me close. After that, David was disqualified from building the temple. And he speaks to his son Solomon. Telling him that I'm no longer going to build. And he says to him in First Chronicles 28 and verse 10. Consider now, he says, for the Lord has chosen you to build a house for the sanctuary. But he says, be strong and do it. He says, be strong. I'm just here this evening to tell somebody, be strong. I'm here this evening to tell somebody, you are called for great things. God has not changed his mind about you and what he wants to do in your life. You are called for great things. You are called. There is a destiny locked on the inside of you. There is, a, there is a calling. There is an assignment waiting for you on the other side. There are doors waiting for you. Breakthroughs waiting for you. Opportunities waiting for you. Promotions waiting for you. The, the one thing that I am bringing to you this evening as a prophetic word, only be strong. Do not allow the challenges. Do not allow the darkness that is surrounding you. Do not allow the confusion that is surrounding you all of us, it, it happens to all of us. There are moments where I will go to bed at night and I will be wondering, God, what will, I, what will it take for me to wake up and all of these things that are facing me will just simply disappear. And, and I will wish that after when I wake up early in the morning, God would have turned the situation around. But God is saying, all that I'm going to do it is to give you more strength. The challenges might be still facing you tomorrow morning, but all that I'm going to do it is to give you strength. That's why David says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because you are with me. That's what we do. We don't die in the valley. We don't give up in the valley. We don't sit down in the valley. We don't lose hope in the valley. We don't give in in the valley. But in the valley, we go through it. In the valley, we take one more step. The road and the path ahead of us might still be be dark but I will take that one more step I will face that one more day I will I will just simply face that one more week that one more meeting that more just one more moment I will take it one day at a time. If you still that small, you still have that small energy on the inside of you just to attend one more meeting. I know you are afraid for the moment. I know you are you are shaken at the moment. It happens to all of us. There are moments that at night, or when I wake up early in the morning, and I'll be looking at mountains in that week. 
and I'll be wondering how am I going to get through this one? How am I going to navigate through this one? But I will just simply say, God, just give me strength just to face one more meeting. Just to face one more day. Let, let me just take one bite, oh God. But what I know is that that week will end and I will be looking at it just and wonder, how did I get here? How did I get here? How did I get here? Sometimes it's not a breakthrough that you need. Sometimes it's not an open door that you need. It is just more strength. Doors are already opened. Opportunities are already waiting for you. All you need is just strength to make it another day. I know you don't have all the answers. I know it does not all make sense, but all that we need is strength. The strength for one more day. And what I like about my God is that he, he is not expecting you to use your own strength. The Bible says those who wait upon the Lord shall renew, shall renew, shall renew. What does it mean? At some point your strength is going to be depleted. There will be a moment where you will feel tired. There will be a moment where you will feel drained. But the Bible says as you wait upon the Lord, there's going to be a wave. There's going to be a breeze. And the Bible says you will re your strength will be renewed. It says they will mount up with wings that like eagles. It says they will run and not be weary. And this is the part I like. And they will walk and not be faint. Therefore, keep on walking. For as long as you can put one foot forward, keep on walking. The Bible says the paths of the righteous, they shine brighter and brighter unto a perfect day. One more meeting is going to shine brighter. One more week is going to shine brighter. At the end of the day, the light will shine. You are confused for now. There's going to be something that the light is just going to break out. Let me tell you, there was a season in my life, Pastor G, when I did not have answers. All I knew was that I was called. The, and, and my friends were asking me, what now? And I was so frustrated and confused. They called me depressed. They called me crazy. They, they said I've lost my mind. But deep down on the inside of me, all that I was yearning for, at that point I thought I am waiting for a breakthrough. I thought all I needed was an open door. But God was saying it is just time for strength. It is just time for strength. Because where I am taking you, you are going to need strength. You will have to be strong to lead people. You will have to be strong to build churches. You will have to be strong to be a pastor. You will have to be strong. That's why today I tell people when the devil dares me, that's my cue to do it. Babishan, when I hear voices telling me it's not possible, that's when I do it. Because the devil knows how to gather facts. Because fear is nothing but false evidence appearing real. This is when the devil brings all the facts to show you proof 
that you are not worth it. But what I've learned in my life is to counter it with opposite action. When we were going to start a campus here in Hillcrest, this one, somebody said to me, there's no black church in Hillcrest. You are a black leader. It's not going to happen. It's not going to work. They said, how much are you going to pay? Where is that money going to come from? How much are they going to give? I said, I don't have the answers. All I know, that's my cue to do it. That's my cue to do it. That, you, you see, when you say it's not possible, when you say it's not possible, if you say to me, what if it does not work? I say, what if it works? What if it works? Here's my philosophy of life. The worst thing that can ever happen is for it not to happen. That's the worst that can ever happen. There's no prison sentence for a person who tried to do something and it failed. There's no prison sentence. There's no sickness that is connected to you tried something and it did not work. But you would have gained one way of not doing it. But the best thing that can happen is for it to happen. So I'd rather try and see whether it will happen or not. I'd rather try. I will, I will always attempt things that people say it's not, you know, the, 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 the problem, I was just more about it. Delmas. Do you see, you see when I tell people I'm from Delmas, they don't understand. I'm from Delmas. Population of less than 100,000 people. That's where I come from. That's where I was born. That's where I grew up. I started using electricity, Tando, at the age of 13. Electricity for the first time. That's where I come from. But God put something on the inside of me. And showed me that with him, all things are possible. It does not matter whether you are in Delmas, whether you are in Pinetown, whether you are in Maritzburg, whether you are from Bumbulu, whether you are from Matatiel, whether God is a global and a universal God. Paul says, his strength is made perfect in my weaknesses. So when you feel weak, you are better positioned to be strengthened by God. That's why the Bible says, let the weak say, I am strong. Don't allow situations and circumstances to steal your strength. That's the greatest currency you can ever have. Strength. To show up in that meeting as if you know what you are going to say. To show up in that interview as if you know what all the answers to. To just put in that application as if you know that you qualify. Just, just gather strength and, and just be bold and just and just that's why that's why God, when He was looking at Joshua as young as he is, to take up this assignment, says, My boy, be strong. That's all I'm looking for. Be strong. That's all, that's all that I... Because remember, if I can bring it 
back to context. Let's, please, let's stand on our feet because I need to see that the service is closing so that I can close. Remember, this is the same Joshua that God said to Moses. Moses, while he was still alive, call Joshua and call all the elders, he says. He says, and put your hands on him. He says, pray for him. He says, pray for him. That's why I have all the pictures in a pastor's lounge in Telmas. I have all the pictures where my spiritual father was laying hands on us. Because those are significant moments. The last time he came, he even anointed us with oil. So Moses says, God says to Moses, pray for Joshua. He says, and take some of the authority that is on you and put it on him, he says. So that people can listen to him when he leads, he says. So what was God preparing him for? He was saying, you are going to take a leadership position. You are going to face people who are going to resist the position. So that's why he was saying to him, be strong. Because you will feel the resistance. Don't let it discourage you because there's something I've put on you that is going to make them listen. Only be strong. Don't take offense. When, when, when you speak for the first time, they don't listen. They rebel. Be strong. <laughs> Come back and lead again. Decide again. Make, make, make changes again. At some point, this thing is going to kick in. Be strong. Tell your neighbor and say, be strong. Be strong. Be strong. Be strong. Father, we thank you for divine and supernatural strength, your divine enablement. We thank you that your strength is made perfect in our weaknesses. Many of us walked into this room, Lord. There are certain areas of our lives where we are feeling weak. This evening I pray that by your spirit you may renew our strength. Strengthen us. Rekindle that fire that the enemy has been attempting to put out. That the enemy has been trying to intensify all of these challenges so that we can lose hope. Rekindle that hope on the inside of us. We rebuke the spirit of fear from this room. We rebuke the spirit of fear in this room. We rebuke the spirit of hopelessness. Helplessness. But oh Father, we impart courage, strength, boldness. For you said in your word, oh God, the righteous are bold like a lion. Therefore, let the lion of the tribe of Judah begin to roar from the inside of us. Let, let's walk out of this room, oh God, with strength and courage in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray that, oh God, we will never faint in the midst of adversity. But may it be used to intensify our faith. To intensify, oh God, our hope and our courage in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you 
that we will conquer mountains. We will slay down giants. We will take over regions and territories. In the name of Jesus Christ, we will achieve the impossible. Because you said in your word that we, we must be strong and do the work. Because you are with us. Because if you, oh God, you are with us, who can be against us? We pray that new strength may permeate this room. We pray that, oh God, darkness will leave. That your light will break out and break forth. In the name of Jesus Christ, we silence the voice of the enemy. We nullify it with the blood of Jesus Christ. We rebuke it and we bind it in the name of Jesus. We say it has no place in our minds. We cast out imaginations. We pull down strongholds. Each and everything that may try to raise itself above your will and above your knowledge, O oh God, we nullify it by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. <laughs> Destinies are released in this place. Visions are fulfilled in this place. Dreams are fulfilled in this place. And indeed, as your church, we will arise and build this your house in the name of Jesus Christ. If you do have your seed, if you do have your offering, please at this moment, just take it out. We are going to give. If you've prepared even something towards, as we are celebrating the 18 years as well, prepared your seed, you prepared your offering, please take it out at this moment. We are going to give. And just raise it up right now as we pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you. Here's our offering. Here's our seed. We wave it before you. Let it be a sweet smelling aroma. You said in your word, O oh Father, you will open up the windows of heaven. You will pour out a blessing that there will be no room enough to contain it. As we stand on this altar, we declare that, oh God, you will remember us in the time of need. Yes. That these offerings, oh God, will serve as a memorial before you. And cause you to remember us. To remember our children. To remember our families, our callings, our destinies. Father, through this offering, we are declaring we are not those who are going to neglect your house. But we are those who are partnering with you so that your house may be built. And as your servant, oh God, I speak a blessing over these, your people. I declare that they are blessed coming in. Amen. They are blessed going out. Amen. They are blessed in the field. Amen. They are blessed in the city. They are blessed with the blessings from above. They are blessed with blessings from beneath. They are blessed with a blessing that makes rich and adds no sorrow. They are blessed with favor. They are blessed with promotions. They are blessed with healings. They are blessed with open doors. They are blessed with unexpected opportunities. Their businesses are blessed. Their careers are blessed. 
Their children are blessed. The works of their hands are blessed. In the name of Jesus Christ, their minds are blessed, oh God. Thank you that they are blessed with divine ideas, divine strategies, oh God. In the name of Jesus Christ. Bless, oh God, I pray, the fruits of their wombs. Everything, oh God, that they produce with their hands, may it be blessed. In the name of Jesus. That the enemy will not be able to overcome them. And resist what you are doing in their lives. We speak a blessing over this campus. We are proclaiming and declaring. That it is a prosperous campus. It is a growing campus. It is a thriving campus. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, we prophesy more souls. We declare more families that shall be saved and transformed in this place. We prophesy, oh God, lives that shall be changed in this place. Father, we thank you. We honor you. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you once again for listening to the message today. We trust that you were blessed by it. Please do subscribe to our podcast to receive new messages every week. Thank you very much and keep on building.